Welcome to the Dream Team Podcast with James Buckley. I'm James Buckley. You'll know me from the in-betweeners. Our theme music is Glad All Over, which is the 1990 Crystal Palace FA Cup song, um, because I'm a Crystal Palace fan and I like football, hence why I'm doing this podcast. Hosting with me is a little man <laughs> called Jalal Hartley, who you might know from um, the critically acclaimed... Horrible histories, award-winning horrible histories. Yeah, uh, Holby City. Yeah, is that one awards? Uh, might have done. I didn't know you'd been in the Inbetweeners. Yeah, 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 big time. Were you? Yeah. Which episode? All of them. I was a, a, a recurring character. Were you? Yeah. You're not a football fan, are you, Jala? I'm not. I've got to be honest. I'm no. not a football fan. This is going to be uh, what I hope to be an education for you. Um, that's basically the premise of this podcast. We're going to. Uh, really talk about football at a real base level, entry-level football. Um, because there are loads of football podcasts with uh, people like Ian Wright and they know a lot about football and talk, to fo- talk about football in great depths. But I want to get into the real nitty-gritty of football. So we'll be talking about Bovril and Pies mm-hmm. um, and Watford. According to Wikipedia, he spent his career at an incredible 21 different clubs... He's played in over a thousand professional or semi-professional football matches, and he's also played in all four tiers of English football. He is none other than Steve Claridge. Thanks for coming in, Steve. Pleasure. I think it's twenty-two, mate. By the way, but it doesn't matter. Who's is it twenty-two? Me? I think so. Well, I mean that—that that is um, the danger of using Wikipedia. Exactly. Is, you know, exactly. your source for uh, um, researching guests. You might have asked but, uh, me. Actually, you never know. You, research is that important, mate. You might have actually asked me before we come on, but don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, too, that's far too much preparation <laughs> for what I'm. Um, you know, what that's I can be bothered to like do. It, right? Yeah. Now we're going to talk about football in a bit, but I know uh, something that uh, Jolo is dying to talk to you about is. Um, a passion of his, which is fruit and veg, yeah. Because you actually used to sell fruit and veg I out did. of your car boot after training. Yes, I did indeed. Where'd you get it from? Uh, my father was a market gardener. I had a little stall of my own, you see. So, all pretty convenient. So yeah. it was homegrown. Homegrown. <gasps> what was your favourite? Favourite what? Vegetable. Yeah, or fruit. Mm, I like a Brussels sprout. Funny enough, Brussels a little bit sprouts. of mum, aren't they? If you either love them or you hate them, I like the Brussels sprout. Yeah. Uh, Have you heard of a kalette? A kalette? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of curly kale, but well, it's is a that cross, what it's a form of it's that? It's a cross it? between sprouts and yeah. kale. They call it a flower, flower sprout. Yeah, it just looks like an, sort of this weird alien cross between the two. I'm growing them this year. Lovely, oh, lovely purple little things. Wonderful. Thing no, no, good luck to you. It's why you probably look so healthy. Yeah. Do you want to see, um, do you want to see <laughs> a, another purple veg? I want to see another purple veg. Yeah. Do, I, do we know where this is leading or...? <laughs> It's perfectly uh, innocent. It it's is? Innocent, yeah. Okay, uh, what, 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 what perf- per- uh, purple brought, veg are we talking about? I brought about? in a homegrown purple Ah, oh, this is carrot. the preparation now coming into See, it. See I was logged into a full sense of security that's, about... Um, that's a purple carrot. That's, um, is it it's indeed? Called, it's called Purple Sun. You can pick it up and I'll take a little photo of you. Wonderful. Should we, <laughs> should we try it? I mean, should we you try it? A bit of it? Should we eat it? No. No. You can you can try some, but I, I, I'll cook it. And why eat don't you it, want to eat my? I'm not going to eat it like that. Why don't you want to eat my carrot? 
Well, because it's not been washed, it's dusty, it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been trimmed. So no. Joel, have Trim- you not been you washing your carrot? I have no idea where that's been, by the way, either. It's been in, in compost. It's been, yeah, but after it came out of the compost, where did it go from there? It didn't come straight what from the compost doing? to here, did it? It went in my pocket. What are you doing sticking it in compost? That's how it grows. That's where it, it grows. Where do you think it's going to grow? In midair? You can keep it if you want. Or if, you, or if you don't want it, then I'll eat it now. No, I'll keep it. I, do not, I don't wish to see that, actually. So we'll, we'll, I'll keep it. It's fine. Ah, lovely little gift. little keepsake Wonderful. from the show. I think already our, our relationship has moved on a level because of that as well. So it's yeah. nice. It's yeah. wonderful. Thank you very much. How much do you reckon you'd have got for that if you'd sold it out of the boot? That? Yeah. Individually? Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have sold it individually, would you? You'd have put it in uh, probably a group of about five or six, and then you would have sold it. Yeah, but if you... Now if, or then? Uh, we talked about 20 years ago. We're talking about now, isn't uh, it? Now. Now? Yeah. Uh, in a group of five, probably about 150. 150? It's taken me four months to grow that. Well, I'm sorry, that's why, my dad, that's why my dad went bankrupt. Right. Because of things like that. So, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not going to feel sorry for you. When my dad's gone bang, you know, yeah. oh, sympathy lies there, mate. Not with you, unfortunately. Yeah, right. It's one of the co-chairmen of Crystal Palace, someone who I just want to say a great big thank you to. Um, it's Mr Steve Parrish. How are you today? Good, James. Thank you. We both probably would have been happier today had the weekend mm. gone slightly differently. Yeah, it's, what is it, Tuesday? So I'm starting to get over it. What was the... What, Basically, what, what, it was a big what was decision. The, what was the score? Yeah, it ended up being um, 3-1, which I thought was flattering. But on the decision, I, I do think that you don't really want 10 men on the pitch for half of the game for one team. Nobody wants that. I don't even think West Ham really want that. You know, they want a good game with the best team winning. Yeah. So it's disappointing. And I think if 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 you look back at other games, it's the lack of consistency. If you look back at that Arsenal game, and they said on match of the day, look, Dwight knows he's going to get sent off. Well, look at Cockerland on that day. The minute he makes that third incredible. challenge, he puts Absol- his hands to his face. He knows incredible. he's going to get sent off. And the referee warns him and virtually tells the, you know, their management to sub him because, you know, next thing he does, he's <laughs> going to get sent off. And that is typically the kind of thing that you feel as one of the smaller teams, if you like, you know, which is yeah. what we are. Let's yeah. face it. One of the smaller teams in the league from a historical point of view and, we're trying not to be, but that's where we are at the moment. You do feel like that. But it was, I think Dwight will probably look at that and feel a little bit disappointed because there's no need to put the referee in that position. No, you know, I, I, I think he thought that at that moment. Uh, I felt really sorry for him when he walked off. I, like, it was difficult. Um, little suggestion. I know on. you know a lot of um, football people. Perhaps you could suggest it. Intermediate card between a yellow and a red, an orange card. So, uh, yeah, I see where you're going. So it's like a sunset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you what, what would you do outside of football? Like, if, uh, if there wasn't any football, what would be your second choice to music? I guess music, what film, music? music. You know, go on. What what bands do I like? <laughs> We're going through that yeah. now, are we? My all-time favourite musician is Billy Bragg. Why? Because when I was a kid, he just kind of talked about the issues. He was about three, four years older than me, I think he is, about your age. And, uh, <laughs> and, and he was kind of living through getting a job, getting a girlfriend, you know, and kind of singing songs about it. So, But I was in that jam, clash, 
and then you know new romantic and all that kind of era that was what i grew up through okay that's that question of, of getting the bill wyman have you ever them. experienced bill wyman's sticky fingers i've never been to his restaurant no oh he's got a restaurant called sticky fingers yeah has he very <laughs> successful one yeah. as well funny coincidence bill wyman actually said um came to a game and again to this point about football so bill's Tour with the Rolling Stones, uh, lived in France a lot of his life. Knows we were talking about Marc Chagall, who he knew very well for the last eight years of his life. Fascinating life, you know, lived all over the world, done all these amazing things. I said to him, Do you still follow the club, Bill? So he said, Are you mad? If you lose, it ruins my week. <laughs> That's what football means to people, right? Okay, it's now time for Jalal's. Um, well, we caught last week we called it Watford Update, but mm. I finessed it. All right. Um, I've gone away, gone to some focus groups, spoken to them, looked at some pie charts, mm. uh, and apparently everyone's gone crazy for weekly Watford. Jalal's weekly Watford. We should use it then. Yeah. Up next is Jalal's weekly Watford. You went to the uh, Watford Arsenal game. Yeah. And you uh, met Mike. Yeah. Off of the Rookery End Watford podcast. Yeah. Uh, to, to learn how to do a bit of chanting. That's right. All right, great. Hello. So we're back in Watford, and um, one of the interesting things about football, I suppose, is the um, the shouting, the rhythmic shouting that the footballers do. Um, they call it they call it chanting. It's not like Gregorian chant. So it's not like Gregorian chant. It's not about it's not about meditation. It's not about sort of finding a peaceful moment in your life. Forget, forget your Gregorian chanting. It's been lost a little bit over the last couple of years, but back in the 80s and 90s, people stood on wee-soaked terraces to support their football team. We're at the Watford Arsenal game. Uh, it's a late kick-off. Everybody's clapping. Don't know why. Everybody's been in the pub. Like, even the kids are drunk. We're here. There's a lot of chanting. I don't... I get that one. That's Watford, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some clapping and, and go whoa, and then I'll report back. Wish me luck. I don't know the tune or the lyrics. Whatever I see, let's. And now Dini. Has muscled Coquelin off the ball and will let fly. And it's turned aside by Czech. Yes. What are we... What, what? Come on, you horns. Come on, you horns. There we go. Oh, it's changed. Hello. How many, I don't know how many, how many, how many repetitions are there. I don't, I don't know. A... What do they sing in the family stand? That's what I want to know. If you're happy and you know we'd kick the ball. If you're happy and you know we'd kick the ball. Hey, do you think I could start? That's a chant. It's a great chance for Watford, which is spurned. Oriana Gallo looks to the referee, but he knows he really should have scored. If you love Watford, stand up. So you got to do it in a Vic, Vic Reeves style. Rip, rip, rip. Oh, now, and now we sit down. But they don't instruct you to sit down, do they? Oh, we're standing up again. I feel like Jeremy Corbyn like during the national anthem. 
maybe he just didn't know the words. Maybe he just didn't know the words. But Ozil finds Giroud, and that's game over. I'm never coming to football ever again. I'm never coming to football ever again. Although I might be back next time at the Watford play game. If I've forgotten about this, which I will, because it's like childbirth, isn't it? It's like childbirth, three minutes of extra time. That's one goal a minute we need. And still the chanting, the relentless chanting goes on. And the grim reality of Premier League life for Kike Sanchez Flores and his men. Do you not ever think, oh, I just, what's the point? Oh, do you, I mean, do you ever think that? Always, always. But then you, but then you have a moment of clarity, and then you realise that there's more than just the game on the pitch. There's before the game, there's after the game, there's during the game. So you're chasing like the shared euphoria. Yeah, that, that's all you've got. Is it is like a shared moment, and football's nothing more than a, a, a collection of moments. So you know the world goes on. There's bad stuff happening, there's good stuff happening. But this is our bubble. This is our time, and this is why we pay our money and come. So you've got to give it your all while you're in there. Ultimately, you as a supporter, can, all you can do is hang it all out there. Give it, give it all you've got. And, and that's, that's how you enjoy football. I've been to two matches. We lost. I wasn't there at the match where we won against uh, West Ham. And uh, I'm, I'm sad I missed that. You know, it was, a, it was a fantastic moment that I wasn't there for. And I don't know if you remember mm. Billich after, the, um, after Watford triumphed. OK, we played bad and we... Uh, we lost at Watford, but we know why we lose that game. It <laughs> turns into a sheep in the middle. I didn't hear it. <laughs> so it's so weird, though, how 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 synchronicity and how the universe sort of almost puts situations in your in your path. Because yeah. about a week ago. Yeah. I went into a public toilet, right? Oh god. And Billich came into the toilet. Right? What? Still going on about just mumbling about the what I don't think he's I don't think he's let it go go any but I had my phone on me and um and I recorded him coming into the the cubicle. We we lost at Watford. Why will lose that game? <laughs> Was it a pub urinal? Was you yeah. out on the piss? Yeah, very grotty yeah, pub actually. Like. <laughs> he didn't even oh, flush when he left. I brought donuts in today. Next oh, you week. brought them in? Yeah, I brought them in. Yeah, oh, that's very kind of you. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, ciders next week. I'm going to bring some ciders in. Yeah. Um, so if Bournemouth are listening and want to <laughs> send me some free cider, yeah, um, you can look up my management on Google. Jalal, do you want to get anything for free? Uh, I quite like Bovril. I think that's pretty obvious how much you like Bovril now. Have you yeah. had any Bovril since the football? I haven't. I'll bring you some Bovril in next week. Oh. Well, hopefully you won't need to. Well, there'll be Bovril already here. Yeah, if the lovely people of Bovril want us... Sponsored by Bovril. <laughs> He's been capped for Scotland 52 times and the only Scottish player to score in three different World Cup competitions. The Times once ranked him as the 34th hardest man in football. It is Joe Jordan. Good evening or good morning. What did we say? Um, I think people... Um, 
and will listen to it at any time. So it could just be a low. Right. Right. Okay. Well, good. Uh, good day. You're known as a hard man. Now I'm sort of obsessed with this because I've never been hard. Um, I grew up in in Dagenham in East London, and every single one of my friends are hard guys. And I don't know what happened to me. So I've got some questions about being a hard man. Is that all right? Yeah, crack on. Okay, so um, so you're known as a hard man. Is it is it important to be hard on the pitch? I think it's uh, a case of not being in, intimidated right. on the pitch. And so I think you've got to be a little bit resilient. And in, in the era that I played in, I think if you showed any sign let's say, weakness, I think people would, they would capitalise on it. One thing I hate is when you see, like, a player that's hardly touched and he just he just flops about. Like, I like to see footballers hard. Well, I agree with you there. And I, th- I think, I would say, the vast majority of, of football players and fans from my day and, and today uh, would agree we wouldn't want that in the game. I think yeah. it's uh, very disappointing. Um it goes on an awful lot now. In my in my era, it virtually never happened. Uh, players would not would not show that because I think it was yeah. a, a sign of uh, being intimidated. And uh, yeah. whether it was the opposition or your own teammates, I think they would have a word with you regarding that. But it, it very rarely happened. So once the final whistle blew, did you you know was you still sort of have that adrenaline, did you remain hard or would, or would you just finally relax? I, I didn't really consider myself as hard. I, no? No, not really. No, I, I played in a position that um, it was a very physical. From that aspect, yeah, I, I had to be um, a person that would would have to take some some punishment, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. but I guess it was, just a, it was just obvious you were hard. Well, it was the game. Yeah. I think, yeah. you know... If, if you submitted to what was going about, then I would think that um, your opposition adversary would um, would be on top. You, you said yourself you didn't consider yourself to be hard, but did you deep down did you did you think like would you be amongst your teammates, look around the dressing room and just think, I am the hardest man right here right now, or or would there be a time where you could tell that a teammate was harder than you? No, I never looked at it that way. I think there's a lot more no. important things uh, in a football dressing room and to be a football player. I looked round and, and the company that was in and, and knew that mm. I uh, I was fortunate enough to play with good players. You scored the winning goal for Leicester in the 96 playoff final mm. uh, against Crystal Palace. Yeah, it was brilliant. But, I mean, um, it's 40, 48, 49 games, combination of a whole season. Two and a half hours after kickoff, I managed to make my way out of the dressing room and there were still reverberations of Super Stevie Clary's going around Wembley. So, um, yeah, it was a wonderful day and much... I, got a, I mean, I got a winner in a cup final the year late and it, 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 it had nothing on, on the playoffs because obviously it changes your... completely changes your life. I hasten to add, it wasn't the only time I... It, funny enough, coming to Waterloo today... Reminded me of another time when my my name reverberated around uh, a certain place, and that was that was Waterloo. I came up with a load of Southampton fans. I think it was about three or four thousand. And uh, as I walked down 
to 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 come off the train. Obviously, I, you walk down the. Uh, uh, the the sort of like area that you walk towards your ticket. I was spotted, and suddenly all around Waterloo, Steve Claridge is a wanker reverberated for about the next five minutes, which was wonderful. That seems really? to be the in word for me, actually. That, that really? that yeah, from um, Southampton fans, being obviously uh, a Portsmouth lad. Um, yeah. Do you not ever feel yeah. a bit bit hurt? unliked? Jeez, you've got to well, be, uh, have a very strong ego to be in in in, in this game. Was it football? I don't yeah. think it's a strong ego. I think it's a strong belief. Okay. I actually now believe that I am a wanker because I've been told so many right. times by so many <laughs> different people. It's that time again for Jalau's Weekly Watford. Can we have the theme tune, please? Right, I must specify, though, that this must be about Watford, the football club, it's and not some spurious made-up facts it's... about them Watford... Rice or Nazis or whatever. No, it's not going to be. I okay. Just 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 to run down on um, what Watford have been up to. Okay, weekly Watford by Jalal. Thank you. But they've uh, we we won we won two goals <laughs> against um, oh who is it now Stoke yes Stoke City um, nice little uh, well two two quite nice little uh, goals there uh, very good strike by Abdi. Uh, for the second one, we're 13th in the league um, on on 13 points. Unlucky for some, even more spooky is, <laughs> is that Watford and West Ham are going to be playing on Halloween, right? In fancy dress, I've heard. You last week you asked me to do uh, a, a chant. Yeah. You thought I'd played FIFA this week. You're wrong. I've done a little chant for you. It's very short, but it is factual. It, it's sort of an elegy to all the people in Watford who can't fit in the stadium because there aren't any more seats left. Watford has 90,000 people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Dunk. <laughs> I was really frightened when you were, when you were uh, building that up then because I thought you were going to do it in front of me. But then when I realised that you'd gone away and made an, your own special recording. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, let's hear that again. Watford has 90,000 people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Dunk. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I really like it. <laughs> it could catch on. <laughs> Does everyone join? Watford has ninety thousand people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Dunk. <laughs> so you don't know this, but um, Mike from the Rookery End podcast uh, has heard that. <laughs> Apparently, and um, I think he's got some feedback or oh, some God. thoughts on it. 
Hi, Jalal. It's Mike here. I've just heard your Watford chant. On one hand, I'm absolutely delighted that you're taking the time to create a chant for the club. It shows you're taking supporting the team seriously. On the other hand, I'm absolutely mortified that you obviously took absolutely no notice of what we talked about before the Arsenal game. Football songs are supposed to be to get the team going. They're supposed to be songs that fans can get behind, which will in turn get the team motivated and playing better. You're basically talking about the demographics of Watford and the short shortfallings of the stadium. It's absolutely hopeless. Mate, back to the drawing board. Okay. <laughs> so con- constructive. I was going to trick you and I've been tricked back. <laughs> Some constructive criticism there. When you do it live, yeah. when you do it in, in a crowd, <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have to say the donk bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried it without the donk and it just wasn't as good. No. All right, that was Jalal's weekly Watford. Watford has 90,000 people in the borough, but they can't all fit in here. Our guest this week is a professional super middleweight boxer. He is also a former professional footballer. A few teams he's played for include Peterborough, Norwich, Coventry, and most importantly, Crystal Crystal Palace. Palace. (laughs) He is Leon McKenzie. How you doing, Hello, mate, you all right? I'm good, thank you. Great Great to finally be on. Were you playing for Norwich? when um, Delia went nuts. For the best football supporters in the world, oh. we need 12 men here. Where are you? Where are you? Let's be having you! Come on! Scored yeah, you must have done. Scored that game. Against Man oh, City. Yeah. It was against Man City, that game. Yeah. But we never knew we never knew about it until after only until I got home, turned on the news, she was actually like, you know, she was drunk. So it was a little bit um, you know, obviously you know, she's a a, a big part of the club. But what do what do you say in regards with what do you say? It's just yeah. like it was, it was way a bit embarrassing. It, yeah, it, it it you know, and to be fair, she's a lovely lady. She always like looked after me, but um Well, how do you mean she looked after you? Yeah, not right in that way. She looked after me. No, I in... didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> she looked after me as in like she was always very genuine, always very nice and wanted to always help me. And do you know Did she mean? ever cook for you? Because I wasn't a Norwich boy, was I? Do you know what? Funny enough, no. No, but she actually did. When I lost my license, she she actually offered to get my kids chauffeured daily. Really? Yeah. Like mm. to school and back and all that, and should you get me to drop, get me dropped to the training ground? And I was like a little bit taken back from that. I was like, oh, mm. right, great, thanks. She's a good egg, isn't she? Yeah. So it was nice, yeah. There's been a lot of highs in your life professional footballer, now you're a professional boxer, um, you know, promotion with Palace and Norwich. There's also, you know, I want to take a serious tone now because there's also been some lows in your life. <clears throat> That's and uh, I don't want you to talk about anything you're not comfortable with. But what was that song with MC Harvey all about, Leon? Okay, I'll break it down with you. <laughs> um, you can start I, rapping. Nah, I wasn't rapping. Okay. I mean, I, I, I sing. You only, you only have to go on YouTube. And so when I, after sort of training, it's like it became a hobby. So some some players go and play golf. I went into a studio and wrote songs and and sang. Just something I enjoyed doing. It was never a, a career as such. I just loved doing it. Right 
sort of music right. is that? That's R and B. R and B. Yeah. Was that why you ended up in prison, Leon? <laughs> I had a bit of an encounter this week, actually. You had another encounter with it? Yeah. It's quite weird, but in the room next to me, I've had trouble sleeping because there's table tennis going on in the room next to me. Well, one night there was. So I, eventually I just I just lost it and um, I went next door. No surprise as to who was there. Mm. Did you record this? Yeah, I record everything. Oh, come on, it's the middle of the night. Oh... Right, that's it. <sighs> hello, 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 sorry to bother you. Hello. Hi, any chance to stop the table tennis now? Look, we were pretty quiet, we were cool. Yeah, if it's if it, Jürgen. Um. Sorry, I completely didn't realise it was you. Yeah, but everything. Usually it's okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't. I've done it stayed here two nights, so. Sorry for this, and I'm not. Um... No, no, no. It's, it's not a problem. Just sorry before you start another game with with James. It's James. Hello, mate. What are you doing here? Playing ping pong. Yeah, I can see that. But why? You know, a couple of beers, quick shower, game of table tennis. Oops, missed that. The floor's a bit wet here. Hang on. Why are you both just wearing towels? Have you been showering together? Not together, Alice. I, I, we showed them, was said to them, because we had not the best much... Um, yeah, you can... can um, video moments, scenes. So we, we talked about what we could do better. Sorry, can, did you just say that again? It's my English. That verse that, uh, that you didn't understand, that I said... I didn't get a word of it. It was just kind of gibberish. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude. No, no, no problem. Okay, just... Uh. Yeah. Anyway, look, this is none of my business what you wash. I'm not interested in that. It's the, the noise. Is the, what, 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 what did you actually wash? Nearly everything. I would say the start, the middle, and the end. What's the end? <laughs> um, I don't have to give the answer. No, go on. I'm interested now. Um, bum, bum. Yeah, bum hole. Right. Yeah. Uh, Any chance we could not talk about these sort of things? I didn't hear anybody on this side of the table talk about this, so... No, I wasn't naming names. Jürgen, what's the score? Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We have to start again. Oh, come on! You have got to be kidding! Where'd you get this table from, Jürgen? This was, um... Yeah, it was something like a... I don't know, Christmas present, whatever. It was, um, 50% German market... Completely okay and compact. Yeah, because I was there, wasn't I? Now I remember that. <sighs> so annoying that I can't even have my own fictional world <laughs> without you muscling in. It's time for Buckley's three pound bet. It's Buckley's three pound bet. Three pound bet. Three pound bet. Three pound bet. What do you think of the uh, the theme tune to Buckley's three pound bet, Perry? Uh, it's very straightforward. You probably need a bit more percussion, if I'm being really honest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Pellegroves is going to help me out with my accumulator this week. I've got three games I'm going to talk to you about. First game I've picked is Villa City. My notes here literally just say City, obviously. I would wholeheartedly agree. And the reason being is I've seen Villa play a couple of times live this year. They look just flaky. I couldn't tell you the way that Villa play. There's no identity there. Man City would just be too strong. They'll be too strong in all areas. I think that it's going to be uh, Man City. 
Because I think that um, the villa manager, right, who's mm. an Aries, um, I'm just looking at his horoscope here, it says, your personal life looks much better today and a renewed sense of intimacy is beginning to grow again. I think he's going to have his eye off the ball there and be concentrating too much on his home life, whereas mm. Pelle- Pellegrini, is that his name? Uh, he's a Virgo and says here, help is at hand if you need it, but others aren't psychic. So let them know you need assistance. So uh, I think he'll probably read that and think, oh, maybe I can reach out. Liverpool Palace, I've put Liverpool. I sort of, you know, this is bizarre to say because they're playing the club I support, but I, I really want to see Liverpool do well under Klopp. Like, I think everyone wants that for some reason. You're actually better away from moment, your Palace, than what you are at home. Yeah. Because of your pace, yeah. like with Balassi and Zaha and uh, Sacco. Maybe we'll get a draw. Um, because Liverpool have been drawing a lot lately. Can I let you um, in on a little secret? Go on. Klopp is a, a, a Gemini, and uh, it, it's not a, a day to chance your luck, so don't, right? That's the advice of the Sun's uh, horoscope man. Uh, whereas uh, Pardew... What's his name? Something Pilkington. Frank, Frank Pilkington. Uh, whereas yeah. Pardew, uh, he doesn't like cancers, really, um, um, Frank Pil- Pilkington. Right. Pardew is a cancer. Although you make mountains out of molehills, you deal with emotional situations well once you get things in perspective. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to go for Klopp. The other game, Arsenal-Spurs. I've gone for Arsenal in the, uh, in the derby. Arsenal have been the same for a decade now, in which if they turn up, they will beat anyone. Arsenal, in a sense, are really difficult to sort of bet on because they can also have a couple of stinkers. Um, can I disagree there? The manager of Arsenal is a Libra, and it says here that he's not slow when others invite him to socialise in, in the horoscope here. So, a little clue maybe for you there, I don't know. He's going to be a bit hungover. Yeah, exactly. At the game, do you reckon? Yeah. 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 So, what, are you going for Spurs? Uh, yes, because Spurs manager, he's a Pisces, it says here, don't forget to thank people afterwards if they help you. It's basic manners. Also, an etiquette lesson in the horoscope. That's not a fortune. <laughs> That's not telling someone's fortune. No. That's life yeah. skills. And I think Frank Pilkington perhaps he knows a Pisces who's uh, not thanked him. <laughs> you currently run the Steve Claridge Football Foundation. Yeah, um, I just want one is... on, on one of the questions. But anyway, yes, far away, yeah. Uh, it's not a question. No, oh. I'm just reading your Wikipedia oh, okay. page. Yeah. That's all I do. Yeah, um, you provide football and education opportunities. To I youngsters do indeed. Thank you very much. Across Portsmouth and, and Fairham, Fairham. No, it's Fairham, and we're also branching out Fairham. to Salisbury as well, matey. Going down that way, are you? We Good. are indeed. Well, Is being the man- being the manager of Salisbury, it makes sense, doesn't it? But yeah, of course. Yeah, that's mm. not on Wikipedia. I wouldn't imagine. Well, you didn't get that far, did you? Um, no, it might be. I just don't think I've read. Down that far enough. Okay, I'm trying to get through all the other clubs that you've been involved with at Wonderful. the moment. Wonderful. Um, that must be fun. What must be working fun? with kids? Like you know, putting stuff back into the into a, a well. I say a, I say a profession that's given you so much back, but it just sounds like given me all that profession back, is giving you back is <laughs> people calling you a yeah, wanker. Yeah. Jack Diddley, giving me nothing. But I've had, a, I've had three 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 chairmen. Pathetis. Yeah. He's an awful man. Uh, Mandarich, <laughs> who was bonkers, and a fella down at Weymouth, 
who um, I just caught, caught between, you know, two power struggles. I've, yeah, no, it's given me absolutely nothing back, mate. I hate, I have to <laughs> I've given it everything. It's given me absolutely jack. But anyway, not to worry. All right. On that note, I think uh, we'll wrap up the interview. Thanks a lot for uh, for bringing <laughs> the, the tone up to a more, you well, know. If you real... ask the right questions, I'll bring it up. <laughs> you ask oh. questions like that, all, oh, all the bad see. parts in my life. Well, I'm only going. I'm only going away. Honestly, that's, that's I what I'm you, you bring up a, a, an area where you know I've been absolutely shut <laughs> no. every occasion, no. and then expect me to finish to... up for George's spring. It doesn't seem to be a lot of areas that we can bring up without it resulting in conflict. I spoke to you about scoring the winner for Leicester and yeah, you and turned I was it into... Yeah, about that. Why don't you finish on that? <laughs> no, I said to you about that and then all you said, everyone just called me a wanker afterwards. We have got a pub quiz uh, with me versus James Gordon, uh, which is going to be amazing. No, J- no, James Corden. James Corden, oh. Jalal wasn't in the room with me and James, unfortunately, um, for Jalal. Um, so I, I called you up on the phone, I put you on loudspeaker, and um, and I think uh, we managed to scrape through a pub quiz. Yeah, we... I'm sorry if I slowed it down a bit, like the the quick fire banter that you guys had. Uh, it, 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 did, it did derail us a little bit. Mm. Um, so let's uh, let's do the pub quiz now, and uh, listeners will understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, sorry. I've got guests here too. I've got my friend Patrick round. Yeah, but who's Patrick? Do you know what I mean? He's just a friend of he's just a friend of mine. We're just both RSC alumni. We're doing a quiz, Jalal. We're doing a quiz. I've got the questions here. Hang on, hang on a minute. Where's the bovril? Sorry, I just got to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Patrick, if it, there's the bovril's on that shelf there. Thank you. Right, just shut up and listen to the questions. All right, all right, all right. Fancy doing some Shakespeare. Sorry, Pat, I can't patch it because I've got to do this. It's a pub quiz. Oh, a pub quiz. What are the subjects? Jalal, um, just honestly, save, save all this stuff when it's just me and you because I, th- I do not I have the time to explain to James. I know, I know. It's, not a, it's just like a football quiz, Patrick. Oh. All right, it's, t- it's time now to play the pub quiz. With me is James Corden. Hello. Are you, uh, how you feel? How's your football knowledge? Is it all right? It's not great. On the phone is Jalal. Hello, Jalal. Hello. Okay, James. Jamie Vardy has just become only the fourth player to retain the Premier League Player of the Month award. Which of these two men also retained the award? Was it Dennis Bergkamp or Thierry Henry? Oof, that is a toughie. That is a toughie. I think, I think I'm going to go Bergkamp. You'd be absolutely right. Oh! It's 1-0. Jalal, did you hear that? You're 1-0 down. Yeah, yeah. Right, are you ready for your question? Yeah, 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 ready. Manchester United fans were upset when Louis van Gaal took off one matter in their crucial Champions League game with Wolfsburg. Who did he bring on? Was it Nicky Butt? Or Nicky Powell. Um, Pat Patrick, who do you reckon he who do you reckon he brought on? You, did you hear that? Who do you reckon he brought on? Oh, it's got to be Nicky Powell. So Patrick thinks it's it's Nicky Powell. You going for Nicky Powell? Patrick, who though? Don't honestly, don't. It's not but Patrick, worth... who is it meant to be? 
it's not worth getting into. It really isn't. But who is it? Jalal, you're confusing James because you keep doing that daft thing where you keep pretending... Is he pretending to be Patrick Stewart? It's Patrick's round. What? What's wrong with that? Okay, nothing. Right, who are you going with? Nicky? Um, well, Sir Patrick reckons Nicky Powell. And what are you going with? Yeah, I'm going with Sir Patrick. Okay, that's correct. It's one all. That's that's correct. Oh, great. I mean, it doesn't sound anything <laughs> like it. Honestly, like he does stuff. Just because you keep calling him Patrick doesn't mean it starts to sound anything more like Patrick Stewart. He doesn't believe you, that you're here. Well, I know he's not there because <laughs> I saw him on Thursday. There you go. Right, James. Yes. This is your second question. Which of Leicester's players claimed they cannot win the Premier League? Was it Kasper Schmeichel or Mares? I think it was Ryan Mares. That is also correct. 2-1, Jalal. You've got to get this right to, um, to stay in it, OK? Arsene Wenger described one of his Arsenal players as a musician that always plays the right note. Who was he talking about? Mesut Ozil or Pierre Mertesacker? How am I supposed to know? Patrick, what do you, what do you think? It's uh, Ozil. Uh, Patrick reckons Ozil. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, you could have just got it wrong and then we could have ended this. <laughs> no, come on, we're, we're in this. For right, the wrong which hole. means we're a tiebreaker now, okay? It's a tiebreaker. Oh, great, exciting. The closest to the capacity of the. Uh, well, don't tell me that, I'll go second. The American Express Brighton and Hove Albion Football Club okay. Stadium. I'll go second. So the Annex Stadium mm-hmm. at Brighton. Okay, Jalal, you're up first. Patrick, what do you reckon the. What do you reckon the capacity is of the Brighton sta- the stadium? I don't know. Um, 20,000? 20,000. 20, 20. You want to go for 20? 20, yes. So Patrick thinks 20,000. All right. It says 20,000. What are you going to go with? I'm going to go with 18,000. Oh, Corden. It's 30,000. No, it's not. Wow. That's big, isn't it? It is, yes. Well played, Jalal. You crushed it. Well done. I wasn't me. Sir Patrick did most of it. Are you pleased you're going to get paid two weeks in a row? That's good, isn't it? Yes. Can't you tell? Yeah. You you can buy that greenhouse or whatever it is that you wanted to. Have you got got a question for for James, a gardening question or anything that you want to ask? No, I'm all right. <laughs> all right, bye, mate. Bye, Jalal. Somebody sent me some, some stuff. Oh, yeah. Shall What's I open this it now? About? Shall I open it now yeah, next on. week? No, no, open it now. I won't, yeah, no, I won't be able to wait Pass it over. to find Pass out. It over. Um. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not... Um, I'm not that foreign, I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, look, it's like Christmas, isn't it? I what you got Christmas there? Christmas. Jar of Bovril. Seriously? Yeah, I know. I know who this is from. One of uh, a very nice person on Twitter has sent me both two jars of Bovril. Are they, are they are they some kind of special packaging as well? Limited edition uh, uh, labels on that. Right. I've been having this conversation with somebody on Twitter about crumpets and what's. You can have marmite and a crumpet, and that's nice. Yeah. And 
can you have Bovril on a crumpet? Yes. Uh, this person has, has uh, doubted whether either of them are nice. I'm going to do a taste test. There isn't time to do it this week. I'm going to do it this week. But um, in this package, there's also some Marmite. Wow, there is some Marmite there, isn't there? It's like Christmas. So um, I want to just uh, say to uh, to Bournemouth, if they're listening, that buck your ideas up because Jalal's been sent and uh, literally a huge packet of Bovril and um, I'm I'm sitting here sober as a judge yeah send me some Bulmers what are we gonna we're gonna uh, end the podcast so we can have some Bovril on crumpets yeah I think we should um, and, and then we'll uh, report back um, maybe next week Bovril on my fact sheet here. Is it right? You were in Joy Division. Is that you were in Joy Division? Who are you talking to? You. What? what why would I've been in Joy Division? What? What infant? Where have it's you got here. that from? Is that or unless that's '96? It looks like Joy. You're in the '96 division. Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. It's been an absolute delight. Uh, to to yeah. have you here, yeah, Steve. Pleasure's been all yours, mate. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it? all right. No, listen. You can't. You can't, <laughs> you can't keep having a go at us for wrapping it up, and then you and then when we say to you, do you want to do more? No, then you go, no, no I, I don't want to do, do it anymore. When you invite me back, mate. All right. So I've quite enjoyed okay. it actually. So yeah. <laughs> Let's not even. Let's not even come back. Right. Okay, James. Just let's not even say goodbye wondering. to him. Let's not even say goodbye to him. No, we'll wrap this up. But there will definitely be a part two of this. Wonderful. Um, there's there's loads Can't more clubs wait. that we need to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk. I want to get on. Never even got onto your air transplant as well. I want to get didn't. onto that. No. And uh, didn't and get is, your tooth transplant? Did we? <laughs> <laughs> 